Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Burke and Amy show. Uh, as you could probably tell, Amy is not actually here today. And actually, it's just me. So this will be an interesting experiment, to say the least. Um, one, I won't get interrupted. That's for sure. That'll be nice. There's no one here to interrupt me. Unlike Amy, she always interrupts me. She's probably going to be the only one who listens to this. And I'm sure I'm going to get shit for that next episode, but... I guess for that, that's for Berg later on to pay the price. All right. So this is going to be an interesting episode. I don't really know. I've, I've never done this before. It's just going to be me sitting here with my thoughts and just anything that comes in my head. I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk about it. So this could be, this could be a crazy, this is either going to be a shit dog shit episode and it's going to suck or People are really going to learn about me. I guess we'll see where I go. I might cry. I might laugh. Um, I might piss myself here. Um, I don't know. We're going to see how it goes. So let's get let's get started, I guess. Um, something I, want, I wanted to just kickstart off with is this whole, um, what's that movie called? I think it's called Call Me By Your Name. It has a lot of drama recently. I got my drink, but. Olivia Wilde, director of the movie. She is fucking batshit crazy. That's one. And I think she just she's either a genius or an absolute idiot. And I can't really figure out what. So basically, I know I never tell Amy to put my drink here, but I can do what I want, I guess, because it's my computer. If I spill it, I'll do it. But actually, now I'm, now I'm paranoid. Okay. See, it's already all over the place, but that's right. That's just what's going to happen this episode, and you can people can deal with it. Um, but basically, there's this, there's this new movie that came out, and Olivia Wilde is her name. She's the director, um, and she did some kind of, kind of crazy stuff in the movie. So originally, uh, there's this guy who's supposed to be playing the main, like the male lead in this movie, and and right now Florence. Florence Pugh for for the final movie and just at the part is the female lead, which I, I love her. I have no problems with her. But um, basically, Olivia Wilde said that the first male lead, I can't remember who it was, but basically she was like, yeah, we had to fire him off set because he was being sexually inappropriate, the Florence Pugh. And whoever this guy, luckily, was a badass. Because here's the problem. Women like that... She she kind of she's kind of ruining the whole movement for women anyways, because like if you go around she, it's a problem with the meat to movement is that like we can't always trust women because of women like her. She goes around and saying that there was this guy who was uh, like do, making sexual moves towards another person, making them uncomfortable, and that she said she fired him. But then luckily this guy came out with the text that he sent to Olivia Wilde, which is like. Hey, I, I just don't want to do this movie anymore. So I'm going to be quitting the movie. He showed this text to everyone and everyone's like, oh, this bitch is crazy because she is. But. It, and so basically the, the allegations she made up were totally false. But then originally there was another female lead that wasn't Florence Pugh. And she also quit the project. So already two people are quitting the project. You could tell there's son wrong with the whole system going on with this movie. But then Florence Pugh came on and she basically got paid like a third, I think it was, of what the original female lead was supposed to be getting paid. But then here's the real thing is that is that the male lead now is fucking Harry Styles, which doesn't make any fucking sense. This, like there's no way this guy knows how to act. He knows how to perform. I've heard, he, I, I'm not I'm not like a big fan of his music. I've, I've heard it before. Um, not really my thing, but I've heard he's, he puts on like a really good concert, but who the fuck does this guy know about acting? Nothing really. Like I, I, he made a cameo in one Marvel movie and that's all I've seen of him. And so I don't know what he does, but basically he got the role because he is dating Olivia Wilde, which um, I'm not sure if that's nepotism. I'm not sure if nepotism has to be 
with in like your family, like when you hire someone that's in your immediate family, but it definitely seems like, uh, it's, it's definitely, I don't know. I guess it's nepotism. I guess it would be nepotism. The Harry Styles reportedly got paid like a third times what Florence Pugh did after getting signed on afterwards. And then there's this whole shit show. And then fast forward to like, um, the premiere, I think it had in like London or something weird like that. But basically there's this video that came out of Chris Pine, one of the other male leads. And it looks like Harry Styles spits on him and he stops going. And obviously like if you watch the video, um, it doesn't look, you know what? I'm going to pull up the video because it's very entertaining actually. Let me get that pulled up real quick. Mm, let's see here. Here's the bottom part. So you just have to watch and sit while I Google the shit. Chris Pine, Harry Styles spit. There it is. All right. I don't want like this super long. Well, let's just see if we can find it. Of course, there's a fucking ad. It's super loud. Okay, let's see. So here it is. Oh, why do they have music over it? But I'll, I might have to take that out. But luckily, it looks like Harry Styles does some sort of stupid, like, spitting thing there. And then he stops clapping. We don't actually see any spit. But it's kind of funny to think that Harry Styles spit on him. And also, Chris Pine kind of looks like a Karen. Like, he's got the Karen bob cut. Now I'm, like, looking at having a real good look at him. He does kind of give off that vibe. I'm like, what the fuck is Harry Styles wearing that? Like, look at that. Um, I don't want to play the video. But, like, look at that right there. What collar is that long? I've heard he's had some, like, kind of crazy um, wardrobes. Let's see. Yeah, like that. That one looks a little crazy. Yeah. And yeah, he's not gay. Surprising enough. Because he's dating Olivia Wilde. I think that's I think that's her right there. I'm not really sure. Yeah, Olivia Wilde. But like, he has to be gay, right? I don't know. Maybe he's, I don't know. But he wears some fucking out of this world outfits. I don't know what's with, I guess famous people just have to like flex on everyone and wear crazy sh- shit. Cause there's only like a few, there's only like a few celebrities that really like wear normal clothes. Like Chris Pratt, he's probably a, like, he seems like a pretty normal guy. Matthew McConaughey, he seems pretty normal. Scarlett Johansson, she seems pretty normal. Like Emma Stone. But then there's people like Johnny Depp. There's basically two spectrums in there. You always, you go, Full celebrity like Johnny Depp, Leonardo DiCaprio, these people, or they, or you go like Tom Hanks, Matthew McConaughey, uh, Chris Evans, those people, like people that like they seem like they'd be normal people, even though how normal can you be if you're famous? That's a good question. Like, how does fame change? I think the thing with fame that changes you is you don't know who to trust. I think I think famous people are weird. One because it's kind of their job, like to be weird. But also, it's like they don't know who to trust. Like if you're famous and you're walking down the street and every per like if let's like let's say who's someone super famous Leonardo DiCaprio, good example. If you're Leonardo DiCaprio and you're walking down the street, everyone notices you twenty four seven. Paparazzi, people asking for autographs, and everyone, he's internationally famous. Everyone knows who Leonardo DiCaprio is. No, you can't you can't find anyone that's like who? It's like everyone knows who this who this guy is. And so how you can't trust anyone at that point because you feel like everyone has an agenda because they know who you are. And that's what's gotta drive people into the crazy well, like Harry Styles. Because Harry Styles, maybe not as much as Leonardo DiCaprio, but he's for sure one of the most famous people on the planet. And so you just got to go all out like this, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if it's just he's actually into it, if it's an act, uh, if he's, I don't know. But, yeah, being a celebrity has got to be interesting. 
you can only really hang out hang out with famous people if you're if you're famous because i i know i would always be worried about people trying to get things out of me cuz i guess that's a, that's a problem I have with myself. Anyway, see, like, here we go. Now we're going to get deep. Is that I have I have a hard time telling people no. And that I, I don't want to offer something. Like, if someone asked me to do something, I feel like I need to do it. So that, that'd, be a, that'd be a very hard for me to be famous. Like, a good example. Um, the other night, like, it literally... Two nights ago, either I, I had to stutter. See, people make fun of me for that uh, at school, but my mom doesn't seem to think. Amy doesn't seem to think that I have it, but whatever. But the other night, I had to, I had to record these videos, and uh, we ended up having this recording session that came like during the week. But I had plans with a friend who's uh, leaving soon on a mission, and I had to say, "Hey, I can't hang out." tonight because of that thing but i i i guess i could have i could have said no to it is my point but i felt like people needed me because they asked me and so i couldn't say no but really i didn't really want to do it especially since that friend was is leaving soon it's a very close friend of mine but um so i don't know i would i would have a problem with that, with that fame and people trying to get that, that's something I probably need to work on in my life is telling people no. Cause I can't, I really can't do it. I'm fine saying I don't want to do something to other people. Like this video, I was, I was already telling people that I didn't real, I didn't really want to do it cause really I didn't do anything. I hit record and that was really it on cameras and so they didn't fully need me there but i was asked to be there and so i went there but that's what i i need to work on as a person it's 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 hard to find out what you need to change about yourself because one it's building habits you build habits in your personality and who you are and if you ever tried to break a habit, which everyone has, once once a habit's built, it's really hard to unbuild it. And so, and here's and here's the hardest part about what you need to find changing about yourself is that um, you don't know unless you have someone in your life that's super honest with you. You don't know, and you and you never fully trust anyone's opinion. There's for sure people that you trust their opinion more like parents. Like I would trust my mom and dad if they told me something, but then there's like, even if someone's brutally honest to you, you can't always trust anyone that that is what's best for you. So how do, how do you as a person decide what changes you need to make in your life? Like that one, I think I've just been realizing more recently because that one usually conflicts with stuff that I actually want to do. Like the video that I had to shoot Friday conflicted with me spending time with a person who I care about who's leaving for a, a while soon. And so like that really bummed me out. And it's like, I, I, I realized that that can cause a problem for me later on in my life. And it, it already had, like I, I, I was not happy that I had to go and do that. But that's the that's a really obvious one. But what about like your personality and the, and stuff that people find abrasive? Because I because everyone wonders that everyone wonders that it's part of being human. You wonder, do people like me? Do people like this about me? But you don't know. And you and here's here's the thing: is that who are you trying to impress? Is really the fundamental not impress, but who do you really? want in your life and and what part of you do those people enjoy that's what you really need to figure out in life is the kind of people that you enjoy spending time with and what they like about you because 
I'm I'm kind of weird. I can I could be I could be a little much. I I know that I could be I could be a lot. I, I and I I definitely feel like that, especially especially from where from growing up in Bountiful, I am out of the ordinary a bit. I'm a little bit out there. I've I always I got a lot of it from my mom, in that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. This this has been interesting so far. We're only 15 minutes in, and we're already getting pretty deep into who I am and society. Mm. Need a drink. Oh, okay. What was I trying to say? Oh. Let me regain my thoughts. All right. I guess I guess I'm a little out there is what I was trying to say, but some people might like that about me, and some people don't. So. I guess what you have to figure out is, is that characteristic something that people that you want to spend time with like or don't, but how, but back to, back to the point we were talking about is how do you find out what you need to change about yourself? I know me, my mom, we've talked about a little bit on this podcast in terms of, um, me feeling I need responsibilities or the people that rely on me and that I can't take time for myself. And I think, I think she's right. And, and I've, I've been slowly trying to work on, like me and my roommates are trying to go to, um, Glacier National Park. And I hope we do because, um, that's not something I usually do for myself. I usually like over fall break. I usually don't take time. Cause I would feel like I got to work. I got, I got to do this stuff. I'm like, no, I, I, that'd be something that I, I want to do. I've always wanted to go to Glacier National Park. And so it's a good opportunity for me to work on myself and go do something I actually want to do. And so we're trying to get that going, but mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I need to change about myself or even if I need to change anything about myself. Cause that's the thing. You don't know if you're good enough or not. Cause no one ever tells you to your face what they like or don't like about you. There's very few people in your, in per people's everyday lives that tell you exactly how they, it is to your face. Like I don't have anyone in my life that really tells me what I need to work on. I guess my parents are pretty much it, but even like my closest friends, they never tell me like, Oh, Burke, you kind of talk too much or, or, Oh, Burke, you're kind of, you can kind of be an asshole sometimes or, uh, Burke, um, you need to be, maybe you need to get out there more and talk to new people. I don't, I don't know, but no one knows. And is, is that something that we as a, as people need, is that beneficial to people to tell them what they like or don't, or do we overanalyze this? Cause now if I'm thinking, I don't, cause I don't do that either. I don't tell people, Hey, you need to change this about yourself. Hey, unless people specifically ask, but also I don't think about people that in deep, like all, all, all my friends, like my roommates, all my close friends that were in high school, everyone I, I, I talked to at school, I don't analyze their bad characteristics like that. I just kind of know them and acknowledge. I don't acknowledge them. That's the, that's the point I'm making is that m- maybe as people, we we're so over analytical of our own sense of self and that causes a problem internally, I guess. Hmm. It's kind of fun doing this. It's kind of fun because there's nothing else to distract me, but my, my, myself talking. It's like, this has got to be what therapy's like. I've never been to therapy. It's probably what it's like. And I'm not saying I want to go into therapy because I don't. Maybe I, I don't know. This is kind of fun. I, I'm enjoying this. I am enjoying this. All right. Let's, let's move on to some more fun stuff. How about this? Um, I don't know why, I, but on my way here to record this, I thought it'd be fun if I ranked like ranked maybe like the best fast foods. Let's do that. Let's get my input on fast food chains. 
and which ones are the best? All right, let's see. All right, fast food chains. Okay, let's start with McDonald's. McDonald's is a pretty good one. Honestly, it's why it's the biggest. It's not bad. It's always good go-to. Um, usually, though, when I go to fast food places, I don't get burgers. And McDonald's like, I'll go and get some chicken nuggets because I'm fucking six, I guess. But I like chicken nuggets. Also, here's the thing. Um, we got to stop calling boneless wings wings. Wings have bones in them and they get eaten off the bones. If it's a boneless wing, that's not a wing anymore. Ooh, sorry. The bird. But that's not a wing anymore. That's just a chicken tender with sauce. So that really bugs me. It's it's a chicken nugget at that point. If you get boneless wings, one, you're kind of a bitch. I'm just going to say it. You're kind of a little bitch if you eat boneless wings. Cuz like I like chicken nuggets, but if I'm going to B-dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm going to get on a bone because that, cause that's, that's the fun of it is grabbing and eating around and trying to get that last piece of meat. But if you go to the Buffalo Wild Wings and get boneless wings and just down it goes the hatch, you're kind of a bitch. And those aren't wings. Those are chicken tenders. Sorry. There's, there's my, there's my little rant there. Okay. McDonald's McDonald's. It's pretty good. It is for sure a go-to, but I don't think it's the best. I don't think it's the best. I think overall, in terms of like a burger place, In-N-Out is top dog. Honestly, I don't know how In-N-Out's not bigger than McDonald's at this point. Because I've never been to an In-N-Out that doesn't have a line, and I don't have to wait. But rightfully so, because I don't know. they, They don't have... They don't have a spread. They don't have a spread like McDonald's does. McDonald's has all these ice creams, all these burgers, all these chicken nuggets. They got breakfast. They got all the shit you could possibly want. But in and outs pretty much burgers, fries, and like a few kinds of shakes. And that's it. But yet, they're always busy. So there's something about them that's just, they're just doing it right. Don't know what it is, but I feel it inside. And they're good. That's a good place to go to. It gives me good vibes going in and out. Um, Wendy's, honestly, overrated. I think four for four. It's good. It's a good value meal. It's good value meal, but just not the best food. I would rather go to the McDonald's than Wendy's. And then if we get the like Carl's Jr. Burger King, I don't even know how those places are in business anymore. I, I feel like no one goes to them. I feel like the big three are McDonald's, Wendy's, and In-N-Out. And no one else really goes to other ones. And I guess I'm starting to see them less and less, but still, like, how are they around? Oh, uh, let's see. What else, what else is on this on this list? Arby's? Um, I got beef with Arby's. I'm not going to lie. Their mozzarella sticks are pretty much the only thing there that I've ever had that I enjoy. Just everything else there, just it just kind of sucks. Their meat is not good in any way, shape, or form. I, I'm never, I've never craved Arby's. The only time I go there is if someone is, which is very rare, and they're just not that good. I guess they're kind of a burger place, but they're they're a little different. Ugh, Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen's good, but that's not fast food. That's semi fast, food. and there's a difference. We got fast food which is like, you go there for quick. You go there for like, it's like McDonald's, In-N-Out, Subway, Taco Bell, uh, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, like those are fast. But then there's like semi-fast. And you'll know you'll know what I'm talking about when I say it. Like Panda Express, semi-fast food, Olive Garden, semi-fast food. Um, Dairy Queen is semi-fast. It's something where you, it's fast, it's like a chain, but it's not like get you out the door fast. It's like you would go there and sit down and eat and kind of take your time. Like, like, uh, Olive Garden's a good example. It's like a fast, it's kind of, uh, no, no, it's not a good example. Panda Express is a good example. It's definitely fast food. 
I think it, like what they either call it semi fast food or semi casual fast food. Cause you go to the pan and you grab it and you sit down and it's, it's like, it's getting to the nicer side of things, but yeah, Panda Express, one of the best, one of the best things. Sonic. All right. Their mozzarella sticks just have a special place in my heart. Cause every day, um, after school, uh, and, uh, when I was in preschool, I went to the school that was right by a Sonic. And anytime my mom or dad would pick up carpool, they would always take all, even, even the other parents would do it, but not as much as my parents. My parents were for sure the coolest, but they would always take us to Sonic afterwards and we would all get mozzarella sticks and we would all have this competition to see if we could bite it. And in one bite, pull out all the cheese. So that all the left was the bread. And even to this day, I still feel accomplishment if I'm able to do that. I don't get Sonic very often anymore, but when I do, I still play that game. Isn't that funny? How just like little things like that could hold a special place in your heart. That's kind of how Panda Express is for me too. I remember my, I remember my dad taking me there uh, for the first time. That was kind of my first step. It's into Asian food. I know it's like fast food. It's not even like really real, but that's like when I really started because Asian food is some of the best food out there for sure, for sure. And maybe it goes like Asian, Mexican, like kind of Hispanic stuff. Um, then probably Italian. American food, honestly, is not that good. It's not. Like, it kind of sucks. I wonder, Canada's got to be kind of like American food. I would guess. Because I don't know. Because Canada, I feel like Canada's kind of just like America, really. We, we honestly, no, Canada doesn't want to combine with America. But, like, they're, we're pretty similar to Canada. Out of every, out of any country, we're for sure most like Canada. What do Russians eat? Like there isn't a type of Russian food. I'm sure there is like a little bit, but not like the extent of like Italian food or Chinese food or Vietnamese or Indian. Like there's no Russian food. They got to be kind of more along the line of American style food. I would, I would guess they do drink a lot of vodka. I, I feel like that's a stereotype, but I feel like it's accurate. Here's the thing. Sometimes stereotypes are true for a reason. I don't, I don't know. There's like, there could be good stereotypes or like, like, let's take this, like, let's take the stereotype that black people can run fast and jump high. It's kind of true. And it's a good stereotype. That's a, that's a good one. It's like saying they're athletic. They're, they're very like African-Americans, black people are really athletic. Cause if you watch the Olympics, like Usain Bolt, like they, like all the greatest have always been for the most part black, but that's like a good stereotype. But it's like, it's so true. Like, I don't know. There's just some stereotypes that are true and that are not, or aren't har harmful. But also at the same time, it's like, here, here, here's the problem with the world is that we don't see people as people. We see, we, we group everything as humans. There's something in our brain that we, we like the group things. We like countries. We like, uh, races. We like, I don't know. We like political affiliations. We like, there's something about human brain and structure. And it's probably a evolutionary advantage of some kind, but I don't know what. Here's the thing I've been saying for a while is that as humans, I think we need an alien invasion, honestly. Like, I know a lot of us would probably die. We might even go extinct. But I think it'd be one of the most beneficial things for humans. It's because right now, all we do is pin it against each other. Because the greatest threat to humans is humans. We are outside of the food chain. That's the thing. Like, like lions fight over territory, I guess, and like stuff like that. For but for the most part, every all other animals, their goal is survival. But we have evolved so far out of that that we are not even a part of the food chain. We are, are on top. There is nothing on this earth other than ourselves 
that is capable of destroying us. And so that's why I think we need alien invasion is because we, we need to come together as a species the way lions would or a school of fish is because a school of fish don't worry about attacking each other because there's a fucking shark coming their way. They, they're not, but here as humans, we only would pick fights with each other. That's why we need an alien invasion to happen on us in order to, com- to combine us as a, p- a people. And that's why I think not the United Nations, but we should just, all countries should just gone. I don't know. It, theoretically, it sounds good. In effect, it's probably a shit show. But how nice would it be is if the whole world was just one country? I was thinking about this the other day too, is how does the, how would that economy work? Like, does inflation never happen? Do recessions never happen? Do good times of economy never happen? Because if we all share one economy or does that not work? I don't know. That's just something I was thinking about the other day. But yeah, like the thing with Russia and Ukraine, it's like, you think we'd be over wars at this point? Like, or like China and Taiwan. China wants Taiwan, but it's like, why? Like, why do we even want land anymore? Because we're getting to the point, especially with space travel, because before we, you wanted land because of resources. That's why. That's why a country wanted land was because of resources. But pretty soon with space, space is going to be the cure, the answer to every problem on this planet. I, I, I feel like. Like any resource we're going to run out of, we can find almost infinite in space. All we have to figure out is how to do it easily. And that's pretty much it. And we're already kind of getting there. So it's like, I don't know. It's interesting. Pretty soon. I don't know what's going to happen with the world. But I I would, I think pretty soon within maybe a hundred, 150 years, I think after my, after I'm gone, which is too bad, space is going to be where humans thrive. Cause I think we evolved to colonize space. And also we take that for granted within the last 50 years, we put man on the moon and no one appreciates that enough. How crazy of a feat it is. Because humans have been, let's say, around for 200,000 years. And just in the last 100 years, we have skyrocketed technologically to a point where no previous ancestor would have ever even imagined. We have so... we Our intellect has evolved substantially over the last 100 years. And we went into space. We were like in there. We were out. We were outside of Earth. We evolved past the needing of Earth that day. I think, which is crazy. We just we don't stop and think of and appreciate about that enough. What we have accomplished as humans. Yeah. It's. I think. I think space is interesting. And I was talking about Jeff Bezos going to space. And that's why. That's that's why. It, I, I know I'm sure how he got there wasn't the best and most ethical thing. I, I realize that. But I do believe um, he's... I, I, don't, I don't think anyone is fully bad. Mm, yeah, I, I, I don't... Some people like to see the worst in people. But I, I I try as a person to see the good and understand that people are products of their circumstance. It's like uh um it's like that uh, nature versus nurture and how we come up is that no matter who we are as a people, if I this is an extreme one. It might come out sounding real wrong, but if I were in Hitler's 
Like if I came about the same exact way that Hitler did, I would do the same things that he did. And if, and if he came up in my life and in my circumstances, he would be who I would stay. That's the thing with people is that we're all the same and that we're, we're just products of what happens to us. And that's why I don't think there's that. Like people, like with the queen passing recently, ever, uh, I, I know some people that were like, she's like, oh, she's a racist. She like did all this horrible thing. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's true. And, and they're obviously not good things, but we move past that. She's dead now. That's the thing. We evolve and the people that were behind us die. So why do we care? But also, she was a product of her environment and what was around her. But that doesn't mean because of that, she didn't do great things for this world and stuff like that. So that's like on a grander scale, but more personally, it's like, why do we choose to hate people just because of their circumstances? I don't know. I just don't think, I think people overall are more good than bad. And we don't, we don't stop and realize that about each other enough, I don't think. This podcast really isn't funny. But that's all right. It's something more. I don't know what, but feels different. And I, I kind of like it. It's very, it's very personal, this podcast, which is fine. It doesn't have to be funny. I, I, like, being, I like being funny a lot. Um, that's, why, that's, that's why I think comedy is what, being a comedian is one of the best jobs because I don't think there's anything more important you can give to people than laughter. I think laughter is one of, it's one, it's one of the greatest things you can give a person above anything else. Because laughing is human. It is, 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 is actually, now that I think about it, is it exclusively human? No other animal possesses the ability to obtain humor. Only humans. And being a comedian, you're able to give that to people and are able to provide that to someone. And that, it, it fucks me up a little bit. Just because I don't think I am overall that funny. But funny is a skill. It is a skill you have to find and hone. And I've been, I think about this every day. I wake up and think, how can I be a little bit funnier today? Even because there's definitely times I say things that I think are funny, but people don't find funny. But it's like, but when you can really make people laugh and you can, you can do that, like professional, like going to a comedy show. If you, I don't think people go to comedy enough. I don't think people give comedians the respect that they deserve enough because um, comedy has a very special ability. And the turning point for me, when I, when I kind of decided I think I might want to be a professional comedian, um, was I uh, basically I had bought tickets to a comedy show of, of a comedian who I, I really uh, like and respect. Um, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about a friend who, 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 who wins some through some stuff. Um, okay. I'll, I'll just tell it, but I'm going to, I'm going to be kind of vague because I, I don't want to talk about this person a lot because it's a very, what happened to this person it's very personal to them. Some of you might know know this person, and that's all right. But um, I like this person a lot. But um, uh, one of my one of my buddies, uh, he lost his father um, a while ago. We, it, and he um, at a, at a young age, for sure. Um, and it, it has to be really hard. I can't even imagine. Um, but. I remember I had, I had bought tickets to this comedian in advance and I, they say laughter is the best medicine. I think it's true. Cause I remember 
just being there sitting, I, and I, I invited him to come with me in order to kind of help cheer him up. Um, and I just remember sitting there and we were both just laughing at this, even though we had come into it with two completely different emotions at the time, but we connect. And I, I, I felt like I indirectly helped him. The person I, we, I took him to see, I think potentially could have helped him more, but I, I just remember sitting there laughing with him. And even though this terrible thing had happened to him, he was, he was still sitting there able to laugh. And that's what I'm trying to get is that laughter really is the best medicine. It's some, it's just something that as people we are drawn to for some reason. And, and the, the idea of me being able to give that to people and to help people in that way, I think is, is really powerful. I guess that's why I'm attracted to music too. Music's kind of the same way, but I feel like not in the level, not in the way comedy is music can affect people's emotions significantly. Um, and I, I remember I've, I've, I've gone to the concerts when I, I may, I may have not had, have not have had the best day and music brings something out of me. It like, it, like the performance had brought something out of me emotionally, but comedy is just something else. It's just just the, the, imagine the fact that I could go up there and change people's day on, on that level. There's something that seems very reward rewarding about that. I guess that's why I've always been drawn to comedy, but I don't think I realized that's why until, until that last year that happening and me seeing that. And I, I never, I never, I never talked to this person about it, about that night. But, um, I just, I just remember feeling something. I, I remember seeing it, feeling a change in him. And I think that comedian that night did that for him. So uh, I guess that's the power. That's why That's why I want to be funny. Ugh. Hmm. This is... This, Doing this is really helpful to learn a lot about yourself. It's interesting. Because I could have had this whole inner dialogue with myself, but why didn't I? That's another thing too is language. Language is very important to to people. And it's an interesting one. I don't know. I keep I keep getting serious. We're literally just talking about ranking McDonald's and we got to the miracle power of laughter on humans. Mm. Uh. Interesting. All right. Um, I don't know what else I want to talk about. Let me think. Oh, I can always hit this. I always hit this thing. Ugh. Da, 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 da. I'm a fidgeter. I like to fidget. I don't know. I, I definitely have ADHD. Is ADHD or OCD? No. OCD is like things organized. I do like things organized, but not in that extent. I don't, I'm not that picky, but I do like things a certain way and keeping them a certain way. But I definitely have ADHD. That is for sure. I, I, it's probably very mild. But it is, I'm sure you've seen me sitting here playing with this fucking watch strap this whole time being like, is he ever going to knock it off and drop it? And the answer is no, mm, I'm not. But it just know that it drives me crazy a little bit inside too. Like I, I notice it. I notice it bad when I'm fidgeting, but now I'm thinking about it. And now I can't, now it hurts me that I'm not fidgeting and moving around I, uh yeah that's why that's why i am a drummer is because if you got ocd 
being a drummer is a great thing for you because it's very hands-on. It's very playing around. I'm, pr- I'm going to say this. Every drummer and percussionist, maybe even every musician minus vocalists, have ADHD of some kind. Here's something else, too. Um, I feel like we don't allow kids to be kids anymore because we want to we want to say that they have something wrong. We they want to say they have OCD. We don't want to have say that they have ADHD, which really they're just people. We might we uh, we're definitely an over-medicated society. I'm I don't I'm not on any medicine. None. I I I take a few vitamins. Um, but that's it. I I don't do anything to fix anything about me. And I don't think I ever will. Because life's too short to be worried about who you are. You want, I, I just want to be me. I don't want to be what people, I don't want to, uh, like, I like that I fidget. And I, may, I know I've contradicted myself even just in that story, but I, I, I bugged me like I was just playing with my watch. It's bugging me. But I don't want to change that about myself. I don't want to affect that. Um, like depression medication. I've, I've never been depressed in my life. Um, no, I, I can't relate to it at all. And that makes it, that makes it hard to help people. I think they actually do have depression because I, I don't know what they're going through. I don't know how to help and I want to help because I don't want, I, that's the thing with comedy too. I want to, I want to help people feel good. I want to, I want to, but I can't always, but I'm, I'm wondering how often does depression medication actually help people or does it kind of hinder more? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Oh man. I was a, I was a cute, I was a cute fucking kid. There's, there's just a picture over here. All, all babies are cute. I don't know. I, I was a cute kid. I was a cute kid. I, I'm 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 okay looking now. I I don't think I'm ugly, but I don't think I'm the best looking guy out there. Not for sure. And that, and I'm totally fine with that. I don't have to be the best looking guy out there. But I um I was a cute kid. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy how time flies. Like there's my mom. There's a picture of my mom, of her graduating, and my grandpa there. It's crazy. It doesn't like like that doesn't look like her. Well, it does look like her, but like not the not not the mom I know. Uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about now at this point. It's good. I'm just kind of looking around, being in the moment. <sighs> All right, what what else is going? What other, what other funny stuff has been happening? Let's let's try it. Let's try to lighten this up a little bit. Let's go back to ranking foods, and we'll see if we get really deep again this time. Mm. Culver's, never been, never been. Um, I haven't really heard anything about it. But being honest, Five Guys, dog shit. Fuck Five Guys. Uh, I there's no. It's too expensive. The fries aren't good. I hate steak fries. I I hate steak fries because I hate potatoes. Ooh, don't like potatoes. I would rather eat a raw potato than a mashed potato because it's the texture. I can't do it. And so steak fries are more of the mashed potato part. That's why I like thin fries. That's why In-N-Out has some of the best fries because they're super thin and crispy, and I like them. And that's why. And Five Guys got really thick fries. Don't like that. Uh, Green burrito. Don't know what that place is. Mm. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. Um, honestly, it's it's mid. It's it's all right. I think Chick-fil-A is one of the o- most overhyped fast food places. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not the biggest fan of Chick-fil-A. It's super big here in Utah. That is for sure. But um, you know they got under fire for like that gay stuff. Like I don't even, why are we expecting companies to take political stands on anything at this point? Like who cares Chick-fil-A's views on politics? I, I don't care. I don't go, 
I, I don't know. I guess I don't really think about like places and their owners having stands. I just think about what they provide. Really? I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Don't really know. Maybe I'll have to think about that. Uh, Little Caesars. I'm not a big pizza guy. Um, I don't like tomato sauce. Uh, tomato sauce makes me sick. But Little Caesars has some of the best breadsticks out there. And a great price. So they're they're one of the best pizza places. Domino's is my favorite because I got barbecue chicken pizza that I love there. I just got it uh, Friday night because I didn't feel like cooking dinner. So I went and got one of those. It's just super easy. And W, I feel like it's not even a, like, I know it's a place, a fast food place, but it's really just a root beer. That's all I'll ever see that as. Uh, Chipotle, hate Chipotle. Costa Vida, Costa Vida is the shit. I love Costa Vida. It's way better than Cafe Rio. And I will stand by that any day. Costa Vida, better tortillas, better meat, better rice. Overall, just better ingredients and better done than Cafe Rio. If you like Cafe Rio, um, I don't know. I don't agree with you in the slightest. Um, Here's something I've, I've been thinking about recently do i do i want a big family like they they give you guys some background my mom's side is super big a lot of people like my grandma has like 80 great grandchildren and it is massive and honestly for as big and as local as it is here i'm not i'm not as close to that side of the family um and i wish i was more but I don't know how, like, I, 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 I don't know. I've, I've never had the family connection. This is a Utah thing. I think for sure. Cause Mormons are super all about spending a lot of family time. And I'm not sure if I like it or not. Uh, I, I don't know, but there have been times, uh, I've been jealous of it. And it's like, I don't have as close my dad's side. I'm way closer to you, but in terms of my mom's, I don't have as close a relationship to all my cousins is like some of my friends did like, I don't know, but also I'm, I'm, I'm super young. Like Mitch, who's been on this podcast before he's technically my cousin, but I just see him as my uncle, but technically he's my first cousin and he's way older than I am. Cause my, my mom was the youngest and she had kids later on in life. And so we're way far back from all our cousins. Like I have cousins who have, like pretty much like I have a cousin who has three girls and one of them is about to start driving and it's crazy, but she's my cousin, even though I just see her as my aunt. We need to get her on here. She'd be a fun one to sit down and talk to. She's, she's super cool. I, I, I love her family to death. And, but that's my point is that I wish I was closer to them. I guess. I don't know. My dad, I'm, I'm way closer to the people on my dad's side even more. But still, not to the extent of some of my friends were, but honestly, I'm not sure if I want that. Mm, I don't know. It seems like a lot. Ugh. Seems like it, Mormons spend, it seems like too much time with their family sometimes. It seems like a lot. Uh, I, I couldn't handle it personally. Um, but again, we're all just products of our upbringing. So they're just so used to that. And I'm not. So I don't know. I don't know what I want. One more. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I do wish, I don't know what I want. None of us do. I guess that's my, if there's a lesson here today on this podcast is that none of us know anything about ourselves or what we want or who we are. I guess that's a real point. Maybe some, some people more than others, but whatever. Just go with the flow. It's life. It's too short to be worrying about all this shit. But it is good to think about. It is good to reflect on. But don't worry so much about it. Just be you and live your life and go out and do whatever you want. That's, my, that's the lesson of this podcast today. How long have we been going for? Almost an hour. Ow, I got a little bit more in me. Let's keep going. This has been good. This has been good. I know it's pretty much only going to be my mom listening to this, and ugh, I'm going to have to deal with all the questions and calls after she listens to this, but whatever. That's 
future Burke's problem. We we put a lot on our future selves to do things when we can do them now. That's that's really what procrastination is. Procrastination is making your future self um responsible for problems. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, we live in a crazy world, but it's it's good. I I like life. I like being a person. I like people. Um, I like. Sometimes I worry that I, uh, I guess, not lost something in me, but I feel like I need more. Uh, not more, but I don't know. I just. Sometimes you just get bored with what you're doing, what you're into. I feel like I've been doing the same things forever. That's why I like I've I've liked been doing comedy. I have been kind of a little bitch about it because uh, it's definitely it's definitely nerve wracking and it's hard and and that definitely makes it hard to want to go and do. And I need to be better about pushing myself to do it more because I did realize I am start I able to do more this semester even with my school. Than I thought it was. So I need to start pushing. My, but that's why I like new new comedies because it's something new in my life. It's something new that I, I get to try and work on. And I, I need to start finding more stuff like that. That I get, I guess, hobbies. I need, I need more hobbies. Because really what I like to do is um, like in my, in my free time, I usually like to watch like TVs and shows. But that's not really like it is a hobby. But. Not really, but is this, it, I do enjoy being entertained. I like entertainment. I've, that's always been a thing. Everything that I've done in my life has been about entertaining things. Cause I guess I like to be entertained. So, um, why wouldn't I like giving entertainment to people? I don't know. It's a good point. Good point. I didn't really think about that. It's a lot of stuff on this podcast. I haven't really thought about, but now I am. And I think I'm evolving as a person. Ooh, uh, crazy that we have printers now. Hundred years ago, we never had. I was I was born in a pretty good time. Pretty good time. And my kids might be born in an even better time. Who knows? Um, I wouldn't mind adopting kids. Uh, I I wouldn't mind it. Um, cause I'm, I'm not so much worried about, uh, having my own kids from my own groin, I guess is the way you put it. A semen, if we really want to get specific, but like, I don't mind adopting. I'd be cool. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what kind of adoption I want to do. Would I want to do a third world and help someone? Would I want to do, um, uh, people, uh, like little babies that are in the foster. Cause I'm not sure I, 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 I probably could, if I really spend the time working on it, but like getting like, a, like an older foster kids, like, like six or something like that. I'm, uh, it's probably a really good thing to do to help people, but it does, it, it definitely comes with a lot of baggage cause they're in that system for a reason, either parents died or, um, were abusive or got taken away from their family for in order for safety, but it definitely comes with a lot of baggage, but it, it's probably a really good thing to do to help people and to change people's lives is, but, um, also I, I worry about having, uh, kids with, uh, disabilities. Honestly, it kind of scares me a little bit. I, I, I don't know why. Um, but just something about something about it scares me a little bit. And I guess it's just cause I've never really been around it. And it, it just seems like a lot of time and energy taking care of with a, a, a kid with disability. Cause that like kids are always a lifelong thing. Like having kids is always a lifelong thing, but that's like specifically lifelong because you'll always have to take care of them. Like I'm gone and my mom really doesn't have to take care of me anymore. As sad as it makes her, it's kind of true. I, I'm, I'm kind of on my own now. She has to worry about me for sure. And she wants the help to take care of me. Um, but she doesn't really have to. I pr I'm pretty much to the point, but having like kids with disabilities, especially mental disabilities, um, it's gotta be hard. I, I respect people who have kids with mental disabilities a lot. I'd really do. It is for sure. Um, it's gotta take a lot out of them. 
it's it changes their lives for sure way more than a normal kid would um without a disability but i don't know it's got to be a lot it's got to be a lot huh. what other hobbies could i get into welding woodworking my dad kind of does that it's it's kind of fun i don't think it's really my thing I don't know. I feel like I'm okay at a lot of things, but um, I'm not super good at a lot of things. Like in terms, like I'm like a I'm like an okay audio guy. Like I'm able to run all this, but I'm not the best. Um, I can do woodworking stuff. Ooh, man, what just happened there with my nose? So it's weird. But I'm not the best. I could I could do a few basic things enough to like. Get by. I can work on cars a little bit, but I'm not the best. I can't do everything. Just like little things, things like this, I, I'm like okay at. Um, soccer, I was always just okay at. I never put the time in to really get good. Um, uh, but I was always okay at soccer. I, I made the team. I was never a varsity level player. Um, but that's fine by me. It never really bummed me out. I, I, it bummed me out when I was not able to perform to the level that people expected. And this goes back to what we really talked about at the beginning. Uh, say no people. I guess it's a little different, but it's like, um, that's what bugged me about soccer. I'll always like soccer is a good sport. There's a reason that's the best sport, uh, number one sport in the world. Also, cricket. Cricket's the second biggest sport in the world, but I know nothing about it. Maybe I should start watching cricket because obviously there's something really compelling about cricket, but I don't know what it is. Maybe I'll have to start watching cricket. Maybe, maybe that'll be my new hobby. Maybe I'll start playing cricket. Maybe I'll go professional. Who knows? So I would love. To, I would love to join a softball league or something like that. I don't know why. I, I just think that'd be fun. Um, I'm kind of done with soccer. I'm not, I'm not done with it, but um, I don't really want to join like a rec league. I don't know. Um, I just feel like I've done it for too long. It's been my sport, but like baseball was always one I reg- regretted not going into more um, hardcore. And kids these days, they have to choose so young. I had to choose so, so young what sport I, I wanted to do. And and I, I had no idea. There's something really humming right now. I don't know what it is, but whatever. Um, but I, I had to choose my sport really young, and I chose soccer and taekwondo. Not a lot of people know this about me. I'm a third degree black belt in taekwondo. I wasn't very good. I um, I was dedicated. Um, I'm not even gonna say dedicated. Um, I spent I spent my time. I, I I definitely worked hard in it, but I was never the best. I was never the best in any of the classes. I spent the time and worked hard and made sure that I was good enough to move up. I never wanted to be handed anything. Um, but I was never the best. A lot of that comes from flexibility. I got my dad's flexibility, which is zero to none, which is fine. But I, I, I didn't have the cleanest kick. Um, I was a pretty good grappler. Actually, that was probably what I was best at, but I didn't have a pretty kick. Um, I could throw punches. All right. Um, I couldn't really do tricks like that kind of started to get a big thing in my later years of it. I was always very athletic though. I still am. I'm still a pretty athletic guy. I can pick up sports and things and activities really well. But yeah. Ah. All right. Let's kind of like bookend this. What have we talked about today? We talked about Olivia Wilde. That's where we started. Now we're here. We're on sports. We talked about Olivia Wilde. We talked about um me being too much of a people pleaser. We talked about, um, we talked about fast foods. We talked about that a little bit. We talked about, um, changes in the world. We talked about, um, the effects of comedy and why I like it. We've talked about sports and kids and what, what I'm good at. What I might want to start trying cricket specifically. Well, I'm going to start doing cricket. I'm going, I'm going to watch. Oh, when do I just realize the world cups this year? That's a big soccer thing going on. I don't like watching sports either. That's the thing. I don't like watching. I'd much rather go out and play. Watching sports is just not entertaining to me unless I'm there in person. Going to a European soccer game has got to be crazy. 
I am jealous of that, that we don't have that here in America. Because honestly, football is a bore. I don't give a shit about football. It's a boring fucking sport. Pretty much people run for five seconds, hold each other, and then stop and then take a five-minute break. But we dedicate so much time and energy in this country to that sport. But I guess people in, in Europe dedicate to soccer, so I don't know. I'm overanalyzing it. All right. Thank you, everyone. Um, Amy should hopefully be back for the next episode. But this was fun. I'm I'm glad I wasn't able to find anyone to come in today. I actually really am. I, w- I was a little nervous about this, not going to lie. But this, is, this has been really fun and enlightening for me. And I'm going to be getting a call from Amy about this after it airs. But, yeah. This is fun. Um, thank you guys for watching, and hopefully you stay to the end of this video, cause it's very personal. And if you watched it, not only did you get to learn something about yourself, but I feel like I learned something about myself. Or no, let me rephrase. You got to learn about me, but I also got to learn about me today, and I think that's what's special here. So, um, thank you guys for watching. Um, send us an email, uh, Burke and Amy show at gmail.com. It'll be right here ish somewhere in this area. Um, follow us on Instagram at Burke and Amy show. Um, subscribe on YouTube. I know I need to get on YouTube a little bit more and make it prettier, but subscribe. The link will be in our Instagram Burke and Amy show. Um, if you listen on podcasts like Apple podcasts, Spotify, or Google podcasts, please subscribe. So, you know, when every new episode airs. Because we re- we don't talk about this enough, but we really enjoy doing this. It's definitely helped me become closer with my mom. Um, and I hope they get some of our other family on this podcast, like my sister and my dad. My dad's going to be a tough one to crack, but I think it, I'd, I'd like to get him on. For sure, my sister. Because um, it's definitely helped me and my mom become closer. It's crazy what a microphone can do to talking. I think we've seen that to here. So we appreciate... Even if there's very few people watching this, we appreciate them doing so. And we really enjoy putting these episodes out. So make sure to keep coming back because we will always will. Awesome. So thank you guys for watching. And peace, baby.